Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Good afternoon. Welcome to Babes on Broad. I am Sam Wilson with my co-host Jesse Town. We are Babes on Broad, brought to you by Bleeding Gray Nation, also brought to you by SB Nation. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can go at Babes on Broad on Twitter and Instagram. And then personally on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sam Wills 18 And Jess on Twitter is at Run This there Town with an E13. Instagram at Jessica underscore town with an E. That's me. Correct. And then if you want to rep us, you can go to Design Tree dot com slash babes on broad and match us rep us share the picture tell everybody about us um and that's design dsgn and if you're wondering why you're listening to us so early this week like last week it is because there was another eagles loss a bad one a bad one probably their worst loss all season yeah this was bad this one hurt i was telling you earlier when we were talking about this i was like i this can't even be a screaming session for me Cause I'm Jeff, definitely that dad right now that's just like, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Yeah, that's exactly. And I'm how disappointed I feel. in a lot, like everything actually, everyone, everything. The only person I'm not disappointed in, I think, is Jake Elliott. Yeah, Cameron Good Johnson. Point. Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Rick Lovato didn't do anything wrong either, <laughs> but the rest of them did, including anybody that was inactive on Sunday. You're on yeah. my list too. I hate you all. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things that you were hoping after such a crappy week in Minnesota, they'd be able to kind of right the ship a little bit, fix some stuff. Because, you know, Doug Peterson keeps saying this over and over again in his press conferences, and he's not wrong. Everything that you're seeing on tape is fixable. Yeah. Every single thing is, which is why it's frustrating. Like, yeah, it's not like we're the Dolphins or the Jets that just freaking blow. Like, we have the opportunity to be something good, and they're just not doing it. Yeah, and I tweeted the other day that there's so much talent on this team, and it's not being demonstrated, and it's just really frustrating and annoying to watch. And so many people were responding to me and going, oh, where, where's that? I'm like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. This team won a Super Bowl. Stop it. Exactly. Like, they absolutely have talent. I'm not going to sit here and list it for you. You know exactly where the talent is. You know exactly who is lacking. You know exactly, Mm -hmm. like, Alshon Jeffrey is... I think he's still hurt. He's slow. Can't get over I, I know it doesn't count. And, like, people are, I feel like, are just letting him go on it. But that play where he ended up getting the unnecessary roughness, that's why it doesn't count as a drop. And that's why people are forgetting about it. That I was furious with that. It went right between his hands. Yes. Which should have been another drop for him. A big drop, too. Yes. Like, that was down in the field. Yes. And, yes, you got the first down because of unnecessary roughness. But, like, 
it's so frustrating to see that. And I don't understand it either. Cause like, is he not catching them because he sees somebody coming after him? Because that makes no sense either. Like that was a low ball, catch it, curl up and just go down with it and let the guy roll off your back. You're taking a shot to the head because you're being a baby, almost devoured. You're being a baby and then you're shying away from it, which keeps your body up and hurts you even more. So I don't understand his thought process at all in this. It's it's going to be the tale of the season. Drops and ball security. Yeah. That has been our biggest problem this year. This has been the absolute biggest problem because not only you're absolutely right, there was another drop there for Alshon if he didn't Mm -hmm. get that penalty. I mean, the game started with back-to-back fumbles. Against your biggest rival, as if they needed any more momentum or something to add to them, it makes no sense. They had three fumbles. Two of them came first two plays, like you said. Unpopular opinion? I really liked Doug's play calling to start the game. I really liked the game plan to start. I liked I what agree. they were doing, and they were they were moving. That first drive, they started, went to Aguilar for six yards. Jordan Howard ran to the left, got three yards. Carson Wentz, quarterback sneak for the one yard to get the first down. There was that pass deep to Alshon that they picked up the flags on, which was crap, That was, by the way. Crap. That was. Crap. Crap. <laughs> Ugh. And there were so many other things wrong. I don't even have time to be mad at the refs. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. But like, ugh. And then, oh, don't worry. Too much deep ball. Even Peyton Manning knows when to check it down. Checks it down to Dallas Goddard. And what happens then? He fumbles out of nowhere. Dallas ball. They go down and score. They have their nice little drive, which, um, by the way, was just Zeke and Dak running for the first five plays. <laughs> Tavon Austin ran it in without being touched. Which, by the way, I'm going to stop you real quick. Please. We said one of our keys to this game, which we didn't think would be that hard, was our defensive line. Being the number two rushing defensive line in the league. Just stop and Zeke. That's all they had to do. And they did not do that. No. Zeke had 111 yards. I think they've dropped to the fourth? Uh, sixth <sighs> rushing defense now, by the way. So let him just go. Um, missed tackles. Orlando Skandrick completely quit. On that play. Yeah. Because Which by Skandrick. Because apparently two minutes into a football game you quit. I, I don't have any idea what that's about. Miles Sanders decided he wanted to take the ball out of the end zone on the next kickoff instead of just getting the touchback. He ran. To what? The 11? But then Kamu Grugier Hill got called for a hold. Oh, yeah. yeah. So no, he yeah, got yeah, out to yeah, the... Yeah, it was good. It was good. He You're got right. And then the, they went back to like... He got 11. out to the 25. You yeah. might as well have just yeah. kneeled down, got in the 25, and then... But it was enforced at the 20, so they started at their own 10. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even like the penalty was at the 25 because he was tackled at the 25. He was The penalty was at the 20, so it was enforced at the 20, so they went back 10 yards. They started at the 10. Miles Sanders ran for six yards, and Carson Wentz. Lane Johnson got his ass kicked yeah. all day. I and saw that because in the beginning, people were questioning Dillard, which I thought Dillard did good. Like, he was shaky, obviously. He's a rookie. He's playing against Dallas. And they did. After start. Robert Quinn got hurt, they moved to Marcus Lawrence over to that side. Yeah. On him. So, like... That's tough. I think he did good for the circumstances. Lane Johnson, though, he has no excuse. He's a veteran. He's a leader out there, especially when JP's not on the offensive line. Completely pooped the bet. Yeah. And I will say, Dillard had a pretty good day, especially in the run game. He So I kind of wanted – I mapped it out today because I wanted to see how well they did running in different directions, mm-hmm. just based on Dillard. And when, they, when the running backs ran to the right, they got 40 yards total. And when our running backs ran to the left, they had four, they got 42 yards. And when they were running up the middle, they got 33. So as a whole, now granted there were a few in you know garbage time at the end with yeah. Boston Scott running, but 
it was they got a better push on better blocking towards the left side. Now obviously they they have linemen pull out and they move and whatever, but going to that side, he did a pretty good job mm-hmm. throughout the day. Like you didn't see him really faltering completely. Like he wasn't no. the weak link of the day exactly, by any exactly. by any means. And I mean, really, up until that point when Dallas scored that second touchdown, I really liked the way Doug was calling the game. I liked his play calling to that point, and it just sucks that it's stupid stuff. Like, take care of the football. Yeah, that's those two fumbles of, on Car- are on Carson. Mm-hmm. They're on Carson completely. You have to see that coming. You have to feel that coming. Yeah, there's obviously no excuse. I mean, it's probably because he's so amped up. Blah blah blah. But he is a veteran just like most of the other guys that had bad days or nights. I'm shedding. There's just no reason for it. You are shedding. I'm shedding a lot, sorry. I, that happens, I have a lot of hair. You know, daggers that just kill you, things like that last fumble was immediately after an interception. So, like, Carson throws an interception. Yeah. Jalen Mills gets an interception, and then Carson fumbles and gives the ball right back, and they scored that last touchdown. And there is just no possible way for them to get momentum. Like, Dallas just overran it the entire time. And even when they finally did score on a nice drive, it was an 87-yard drive, it, it looked good, and it looked like they were finally getting it together. Next drive, Dallas comes out and scores. So, yeah, it was just a bad night the entire time. There was no fun in it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, so they go up 14 nothing, And you're right, that was a really good drive by them. Yeah. Help with some penalties. Yeah, Um, they had two. They lucked out. They got two big Dallas penalties that pushed them forward. Yeah, which helped. I I really liked the the play calling. And Dallas called a timeout in the middle of it. And after that, uh, Doug Doug started going no huddle. They hit Jeffrey deep. Or no, that was his drop. Got the unnecessary roughness, moved 15 yards. And Doug started to go no huddle. And Dallas called a timeout, and they came out of it, and they had no answer. They they shot themselves in the foot by calling that timeout. And then they actually – so the, the next drive after that, they got Dallas to punt on the next drive. The defense held on the next one. Dallas – same thing. They had they were driving really well with no problems. They called a timeout and stalled uh, their own drive. Okay. And then the Eagles got the ball back. And that's when they called the three straight runs and went three and out because Miles Sanders missed that hole that you could drive a Mack truck through. I don't think Miles Sanders sucks. He's a rookie. No, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But it sucked. It's very hard, I think, to be a rookie on a team that has such that, high expectations. Yeah. And that looks for you to be a part of that ex like looks for you to be a part of that high expectation. Woo! Uh, my mind just blacked out right there. I was like, <laughs> I, your face went like. I was like, wait, what? You guys are even joining. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't right, and I don't even know what I meant. But yeah, and then after that, where they went three and out, I don't disagree with the three run plays. I don't. I don't disagree with it. I don't because they were running the ball well to that point. And at that point, it's it's what fourteen to seven. You're still very much in the game. The first quarter just ended. You have the time. Three runs. I mean, it was fourth and one. I don't blame him for not considering going for it right there. They they weren't gelling as an offense, and they were on Dallas's. They were on their own 19 yard line. Mm-hmm. And then the next the next drive was just 12 plays, 71 yards, six and a half minutes. That was the one where Blake Jarwin was so unbelievably open. No one in NFL history has ever been that open. Yeah, but oh. naturally, <laughs> against the Eagles' defense, of yeah. course they were. I just. I was looking for where you are in my notes trying to match up, and I found it because I had wide open. Yes. Bold and capitalized. So, yeah, that's how I found it. Yes. <laughs> um, he literally had 
He had one reception for a touchdown. Just the one. Just the one. Just one catch. I will tell you, though, Amari Cooper, five catches for 106 yards. I know. No touchdowns. But what the The Jalen Mills effect. Yeah, but what the heck? Why was he even playing? They tricked us. I'm, I, I'm convinced <laughs> that they put it out there. Because there are a bunch of pieces of crap down there. Everybody. Every last person in that organization. But even they Everyone. even tricked Adam Schefter. Like, if you trick Adam Schefter, you're sneaky good. So did the Jaguars. <laughs> they True. tricked Adam Schefter, True. too. Schefter's slipping a little. But, mm. yeah. So anyway, but I would just like to point out the Jalen Mills effect. He did good. Like, cause remember he got last year, a couple times. But last year, Amari okay. Cooper had like 250 yards and four touchdowns against the Eagles yeah. or something crazy. He went crazy. And, and he didn't play in either of those. And Jalen didn't play in either of those games. Yeah. The Jalen Mills effect, people. The Jalen Mills. He did good. I love he was him. by far the best set in the secondary the whole day. Yeah. And even, even that play where he got beat and uh, Dak had that really good ball to Amari. I mean, he was step, step, mm. step with him. I mean, he was, I mean, it was, it was good coverage. We talk about that. Corner's yeah. hard to play. Yeah. You're going to get beat. It's and you just got to shake it off and go back at it, which and, he does. So and that's exactly what he does. And I just think that, I mean, obviously, I mean, he played he played 64 of 70 defensive snaps. He looked pretty good. He for did. not playing football in a year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, he's not a world-beating corner, but he's definitely our bright spot right now. Well, yeah, I was going to say we don't have even a dull spot. <laughs> what do you think about Sidney Jones not playing? At all. Yeah, dude, there's something going on there. He sucks. That's what's well, going on there. I know, but like, that's a story. Your second round draft pick, you're benching for Craig James. Like, what are they going to do? They can't, like, you He's can't. He's a head case. Yeah, but you can't just release your second round pick, can He's got you? that Markel Fultz thing going on. He does, but what are they going to do? What do they put in the water at that college? Let me know. What do they put in the food and water at Washington? Please don't let it get to Matisse Thibel. It won't. Matisse is cool. He's the best. I love him. I can't wait to see him play tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, my God. Bright spot. Going to see the Sixers play tomorrow. Hype. I know. I wish I was. Hype. Almost. Super hype. Okay. So let's keep going. Well, yeah. Let's, well, how much time? Oh, okay. Let's take a quick break. Gather our thoughts a little bit. And then we will come back and sort of talk about a little, a few more things that we hated, a few more things that they need to clean up, and kind of how we feel going forward and what they could potentially do. So we're, we'll be right back. We are the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. All right, we're back to finish wrapping up and closing the door and never speaking again about this loss to the Cowboys because it hurts me in ways I can't even describe. <laughs> I was sad on Monday, and I think Joe called me at, like, 3 o'clock, and I, like, answered with an attitude. And he was like, what's wrong? Are you grumpy? And I was like, yes, I'm grumpy. <laughs> and he was like, why? I was like, because the Eagles lost. And he was like, that literally happened almost 24 hours ago. And I was like, I don't care. And I had a zit pop up <laughs> that's stress from the Eagles. I swear to God. None- Dude, I have one almost in the same spot. Look. Yeah. And literally, it Look, was like, and I, oh, my gosh, maybe that's why I have this random rash on my arm. There you go. It's stress from the Eagles. I swear to God, I woke up Monday morning and was like, look at this. I blame the bird. We're breaking out like Carson broke out in 2017 when yeah. he was injured. And see, it's the stress. It is. I firmly believe it's the stress. But, Sam, you just told me something very interesting during our break. Would you like to share that with our listeners? Okay. So I went back and looked. The last time the Eagles scored 10 points or less was week 11 last year. And the 48-7 loss to the Saints. And that was the only game that entire season where they had 10 or less. What did they end up scoring last week? 
I don't remember. 15 is a weird number. I, I, I feel like it. 15 is a weird <laughs> 30 is, to 20. <laughs> 15 is such a weird number. Okay. Why did 15 I couldn't, I couldn't remember the what the final score was. I knew that the Vikings scored 38 because I thought that was funny and ironic. Um, yeah. But I couldn't remember how much the Eagles scored. But that's bad. That's not good. No, no. And another stat that we were talking about during our break. So if you paid me any sort of money to guess who the leading tackler would be this week, I would never, ever, 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 ever thought it would be Nathan Gary with 11 total tackles. Dude, and, I am so disappointed. And the and next highest was Jalen Mills. Yeah, with four. Four solo and another four combined. So mm-hmm. he had eight total and an yeah. interception. And a pass deflection. And the other person who is... uh Under heat. Is that who you're going to? Yeah, who grossly underperforming. Fletcher Cox had one tackle, one sack, one quarterback hit, and one fumble. That might sound great, except for the fact that it was all the <laughs> same play. One play. And that's his first sack on the year. Isn't that ridiculous? Bull. You're a top guy that you just... Now, I will say... sack of the year coming in week seven. Yeah. And he had one tackle. All on the same play. All on the same play. I will say, when Dallas ran the ball to the right side, they got 102 yards. When Dallas ran the ball to the left side, they got 63. When they tried to run it up the middle on this Eagles line, they only got 29 yards total. And that's Dak, Pollard, and Zeke. All mm-hmm. of them. Now, one of them was a quarterback sneak that went eight yards. How that happened is absolutely beyond me. I will say, in the run game, that front four, if they're trying to run up the middle, it, it's not happening mm-hmm. for, for a team, which is great. Okay. However, um, your linebackers were more than exposed. Your secondary, there are very few of them that can make open field tackles at Orlando Scandrick, who is mm-hmm. no longer an Eagle. They're a mess. At this point, you know, everyone was talking about, obviously, everyone wanted Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey was traded literally right after we recorded this episode. Yeah. Last week, our anger episode. And then, you know, people are talking about, you know, a couple other different people. Obviously, Chris Harrison's name is out there. Patrick Peterson's name is out there. Um, you know, the... Xavier... Yeah, Xavier Howard is one that's been talked about. Um, And then, you know, different guys like Emmanuel Sanders um, has been talked about for the offensive side. But then today, Mohamed Sanu had to get his ass traded and screw up the entire thing by going for a second round pick. He just completely screwed the entire wide receiver trade market. And Matt Ryan got hurt last week. So maybe they figure at this point, they're, they're well, going to have to, they're going to have to, they have to rebuild it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Extent. So they obviously are sellers. But anyway, yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, another guy that the Falcons have talked about trading, like Vic Beasley's name has come yeah. out. He's someone that's that been could be interesting. A, that's been in the talks here and there for the whole season, I feel like. They could probably get a good amount for him at this point. So, it'll be, but, you know, now we're at the point where we're looking at this Eagles team and we don't know if a player will magically fix this. What are your thoughts on that, Sam? Do you think there's someone that could give them a spark, could fix it? Do you think one of the coordinators needs to go? Do you think this is a Howie problem? Is it a Doug problem? What what fixes this? In your mind, what fixes this? Okay, so I don't think there is one piece that fixes it. Okay. But I don't know what is the right piece that can turn it around. I do think that there could. it's very possible they get one decent piece and then, like, a couple other, like, just – new pieces, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So just like small improvements. And I think that could change the whole atmosphere, if that makes any sense. I don't know who that would be, 
Definitely Peterson. I think that would be a big help, mm-hmm. and that would change a lot on the defense. I don't know who it would be for the wide receivers that I would get, but I would definitely, if I had to, my big move would be Peterson and then just get a decent wide receiver that can catch, you know? We don't have those. No, and that's my thing is <laughs> we don't have wide receivers that can catch the ball. Today, Riddle I, me that. Today when the Sanus thing came out, I tweeted out, and obviously everybody's like, you don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, but whatever. So, um... I tweeted out something about how he got traded, and I was just like, Howie, where were you? And everybody took it, oh, second round pick's too high. We would, yes, shouldn't man, have given that. That's man's, not, mansplaining trades. That's not what I was saying. To us. That's not course. what I was saying. No. But, like, that's the perfect guy you would want to go out after, in my mind, if you could get him for cheap, because that's what he should have went for. Right. So you get him for, like, cheaper. You get somebody like that. Just get him in here to catch balls. At least it breaks up the offense. They don't, You know what I mean? Right. Because at this point, who the hell knows if we're getting Deshaun back or not? Yeah. At this point, he should have just had the surgery. He should have. No, he definitely should have. It was like a six to seven week, I think. Yeah. And we're at that time now. It's, we're there. It's there now. And Doug said last week that even if he comes back, he's not 100%. Right. And it's just, you know, it just sucks. And it's at the, it's at the point where, like, I don't understand. I think I said this last week. I, had, I think I've said this a bunch of times. How do they keep firing medical staffs and hiring worse ones? I don't. I don't get it. Like, how do you keep firing medical staffs because you have all of these soft tissue injuries, guys can't come back, it's such a struggle, and then it, it gets worse. Like, you hire someone equally as bad, if not worse. Wonder what it is? It's like Scooby-Doo. You go in there, try to break up the mystery, and you rip off the thing. It's the same medical staff the entire time. <laughs> Once you catch it has up. to be. I don't understand. Those mangly babes. <laughs> That's what they're going to say when we break the case. Ugh! I just don't understand. So, Jess, who's your person or thing that they have to do to fix it? Do you think they can do it in one? What are your moves? I honestly... I know, I, you sprung it on me, and there was just, like, all these aspects so coming things. into my head. I'm there's like, so what would I do things. first? Because <laughs> there's so many things that need to be done. And I think... Yeah. So, I'm never a person... Like, I'm not a this-guy-needs-to-be-fired person. Yeah. I'm never a cut him, fire him, lose your job. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't believe in that. Mike Rowe was fired by his own dad at UVA. I don't understand why he is a professional, like, at at the most, the highest level is an offensive coordinator. That's a good point. Um, I think he's absolutely terrible. Now, I don't know who would be better. I don't know. People have said Jay Gruden. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I heard that lately, too. And I was maybe. Like, yeah. I don't know. I guess anything might be a step up from Mike Rowe. And, you know, I, I really like Jim Schwartz, and I liked what he's done in the past. But right now, I don't know... He, A, doesn't have the pieces, and B, I don't think he's putting the right pieces in the right spot. Yeah. Like, for example, we talked about this a little bit ago. Josh Sweat had a quarterback hit, forced a holding call to stall some drives, only played 23 of the 70 snaps. Like, get him in there more. Let it, it, You're losing, you're getting your butt kicked anyway. Yeah. Let your young guys get in there and see what they can do. Not Sidney Jones. We've seen what he can do. That experiment's <laughs> done. I'm, I'm yeah, over Yeah, that's that. over. Josh Sweat, though, is a guy who you expected him to play a big role and take a big step forward this year, and we haven't seen that at all. We haven't seen you utilize that. I would like to see that more. Mm-hmm. Give the guy a chance, especially if it's already downhill. Right. And it wasn't really all the way downhill at that point when he was in there. Why yeah. is he not in there more? It's just things like that that I just don't understand. Obviously, they signed... Two, um, was no. it one rookie or two rookies? Because they signed no. two people to the practice squad, but I don't know if both of them were rookies. Um, No, it was a rookie defensive tackle from the Raiders, Anthony Rush. 
Yeah, and then there was... And then they released Akeem Spence and Orlando Sanders. And then they signed Albert Huggins off of Texas, of of the Texans practice squad, too. Oh, I missed that. Was that today? Yeah, they did them, like, back-to-back. It was very quick. Oh. Or late last night. I don't know. Oh, he was an undrafted free agent into... So, yeah, a second rookie. Great. What's going on right now? Let me know. Is So, wait, we signed a defensive end and a defensive tackle? Was the guy... The other guy... Anthony Rush is a defensive tackle. Yeah, so two D-tackles, though. Sign two D tackles because apparently whoever's next to Fletcher Cox isn't getting it done. But Fletcher Cox isn't getting it done either. So who the heck knows what's going on or, or how he's working something. But I don't know because I don't know what's going on anymore. But I'm I genuinely, so, so why are you moving around? Well, cause Hassan Bridgeway got hurt. Yeah, yeah, he did. You're and right. we don't That's know how correct. long. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Hassan yeah, Bridgeway yeah. got hurt. They cut Akeem Spence because he really wasn't And they think it's going to be serious. Yeah. And Malik Jackson's hurt. And Tim Jernigan's still hurt. Tim Jernigan hopefully is coming back sooner rather than later. But that's, so that's where we are. That's where we are in that whole realm. We need like a diagram to mark all this stuff. So to answer your question, I think it would be silly to just stay stagnant. Oh, yeah. However, after, depending on what happens in Buffalo... Like, I'm never, I'm not going to sit here and abandon the season. I will never abandon the season. Mm-hmm. That's not who I am. That's not my philosophy on anything. I'm not, I'm not that person. But it's something that obviously as a GM, you have to sit and evaluate with less than half left. Now it's a lot different than Andy McPhail and Matt Klintek bailing on the season in July. Yeah. It's a lot different than that because there's so much, there's, there's, you know, football is just a shorter season. If they got an offensive player, I don't trust Mike Grow to integrate him the right way. I don't trust it. Because Golden Tate should have been like you, you mm-hmm. shouldn't have that much trouble trying to get Golden Tate the ball. Like that's stupid. Yeah. That's dumb. And I also don't know, you know, is it Jim Schwartz? Is it just the personnel they have? I don't know. So depending on if they got a person that could be a difference maker, I don't know if they would based on the coordinators we have currently. There's so many problems. There is, I know. Like and exactly what Mark said this morning, they're on the verge of a dumpster fire. They are. They're like looking in. But I will be furious if we just don't do anything. Yeah, because it shows furious. that the, it shows that they're, it shows that they've given up yeah. and that they admit that they're a dumpster fire. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Cheese and rice. I can't believe this happened. I thought I I genuinely didn't sleep Sunday night. I could not sleep. I woke up and popped right up because I was ready to talk about it. I don't know why I was because I was miserable. I was grumpy. I went to bed grumpy. And I I swear to God, I did not get any kind of good sleep on Sunday night. I was like tossing and turning, just replaying the game in my head and thinking about it. I obviously think that the Eagles, there's a couple moves. And then they might be able to do something. Because that's my team. I'm not going to give up on them. But... I was at the point where it was so bad. I was like, this team is terrible. Yes. And I just, like, stopped caring. And that's how it's bad. You know, like, they say, like, you should be worried. Like, if a coach is yelling at you, it's good. It means he cares. Like, yeah, when they stop. When they stop, that's when you should be worried. Yep. I'm on the verge of it. Yeah. Like, I was screaming at the TV. I was, like, pounding my fists on the couch, freaking out. And Joe was, like, working on a midterm, trying Mm -hmm. to get, like, his stuff done for work. And I'm, like pounding and screaming and cursing at the TV. And I was like, I'm sorry, am I disturbing? Would you like me to go in the bedroom? And he's like, no, I just think you're overreacting. I'm like, what do you mean overreacting? Are you watching this crap? I freaked out. And then by the end, I was just sitting there like with a blank stare, like, 
I don't even have the energy at this point. Like, I know. what is happening? That's why you texted me earlier and you were like, okay, what time are we recording today? And I was like, oh, I have nothing to say. <laughs> well, we talked for a half an hour. So, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, but I'm ready. To, I'm ready to close the door on this. I'm ready to. Yeah, it's just annoying when we uh, come back to it. When do we play them again? December. December. They're, don't ruin my Christmas. Yeah. How it's December 22nd. It? I just don't even. I'm prepping myself now for those Cowboys. 3810 or 317. 37 and 38. That's what they've given up the last week. Super Two Bowl weeks. in the last 20 years. That's all I have. Not my say. lifetime. Oh, no, you were Where were you? What year were you born? Um, 95, but I was born in September. Their Super right. Bowl was right. February that year. Yes. Yes. It's not my lifetime. 24 years and two months. Almost. Losers. Giant, mm-hmm. giant losers. But with that, we're gonna we're gonna end. We're gonna be done talking about this. Thank the Lord. We'll come back later in the week. We'll talk about the Bills, the upcoming matchup. If anything else has happened around the NFL and trades, we'll be talking about a Sixers win. Woo-woo! Hopefully, yeah, Sixers ten on eight, 76ers. Trusting so much of the process. Always. Yeah, oh my gosh. Here they come. Let's not even talk about if that was <laughs> if that team goes downhill. You know, that'd be the nope, Phillies Eagles. Nope, nope. I don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. And shout Jeez. out to the Flyers for pulling me out of my misery last yeah, night. Right. And uh, like I said in my tweet, a big middle finger to anybody that was in my mentions. Oh, the Flyers are gonna make it worse. Stop it. They won six two last night. That was a good game. I they enjoyed did. every minute of it. Very excited. Very happy. But with that, we're gonna close this out. Never talk about this game again because I'll cry. Yeah. Thank you to SB Nation, Bleeding Green Nation. You can find our podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Just type in Bleeding Green Nation. You'll find us there. You can go on designtree.com, get any of our merchandise. It says Babe Squad, Babes on Broad, Hungry Babes Run Faster. And you can get it in any color, in cute designs. You can get t-shirts, you can get sweatshirts, you can get tank tops. You can get in any color to rep your team. Right now I'm wearing an orange one to rep the Flyers. I have a blue and red one that I'm going to wear tomorrow to the Sixers game because that's what we can do now, and it's super fun. Um, You can find us on any kind of social media, mainly Twitter and Instagram, at Babes on Broad. You can find Sam at SamWills18. You can find me at RunThisTown with an E13 on Twitter and at Jessica underscore Town on Instagram. We'll talk to you later this week. We are the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. Go Birds! Uh, and go Sixers! Go, go Sixers! Sixers! 10 on 8, 70